Well, you know, it's Monday in Lancaster if Jeff and Ben are doing Lancaster Connects. Boom. You're not dancing today. No. No. I mean, I mean, Chris told you, 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 you no dancing. Right. I couldn't if I wanted to. <laughs> What's going on? Body hurt. Body's sore. You know, it's not because of my mattress. Uh, yep. Yep. No, you sleep well. It's, I do. It's because of my knee. I got a bad knee and did a lot of housework and cleaned out the garage after 13 years of living in the same spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You find corners upon corners and then new corners. And then like corners in another dimension of corners. Did you, okay. So did you find anything that you forgot you had or like, was like, oh my gosh, we kept this or like any, anything that was a, a story you could tell? No, no. I mean, we pretty much knew, I mean, the, the stories I could tell. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. No, uh, no, we pretty much knew what we had. Like it's just been long ignored. Just stuff like back time, up. Like time to yeah. address it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either get rid of it or donate it or put it in the pile for the yard sale and then eventually donate it or get rid of it. It's yep. that vicious cycle. But why I laughed about the stories I could tell. So I pulled down a box and the box has like the carcass of this biggest bug ever. And <laughs> my wife's staff is like definitely afraid of bugs. And she, well, I, I'm like on the steps. So I'm like, just please give me the box. Give me the box. Was she like frozen with fear that just this get, thing is going to like, give me the box. Come like, back I'm, to trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to damage control the situation and she didn't want to listen. And then she glimpsed the carcass of the big bug in the, in the box. And then it was ah, freaking out. And, so, I mean, so. scale, how, how big was this bug? Is it like the, the size of this AirPods container? Yeah, it was big. It was big. <laughs> like a beetle. I don't know. <laughs> You're not a bug guy. Not a bug guy. No, man. But it was, it was very much dead, very much gross. And uh, yeah. How was your weekend? <laughs> it was good. I, I didn't I didn't clean out my my garage or anything. Didn't um, bugs. Yeah, I mean that was uh, we we moved about three three years ago. So like that's a great time to get rid of stuff. Is you're like efficient. Move. So um, you know there's things to do, but uh, and, and maybe organize. But like all all of the uh, the big bug boxes are are, are gone. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, no, uh, we had a we had a baseball game. Uh, Julian. Um, under 10 uh, baseball. So uh, we had a baseball uh, game all Saturday afternoon. It was sunny and kind of warmish. Um, I've got a red tint going on with my arms and face and neck. So looked like it was on the beach, but I was on the baseball field. So that was fun. Team one. Kids played uh, okay-ish, but the other team played less okay-ish. <laughs> and um, we, we've got some good players. We just had, had some struggles. Here's Ben so, rejoicing right? in kids sucking. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And That's then, what that uh, was, Lancaster. And then we supported the uh, Lancaster Barnstormers yesterday. Uh, Julian and I went to the ballpark, and um, you know we're we're dry for about three innings, and then uh, then the sky opened up and it rained for a bit. But um, connected with Mike Reynolds from from uh, general manager of the Barnstormers in the stadium there, so chatted with him for a little bit, and um, he's looking forward to a great season. So if you're looking for something to do, they're always looking for butts in the seats. So yeah, uh, great ballpark, great time. Um, had some, oh, there you go. Yeah. There he is. Little guy. Yeah. Um, we had great seats. We were, you know, right behind home plate and a great view of things. And, you know, we're trying to learn some of the, you know, more intricate parts of the game. Right. So meanwhile, Julian's just like, dad, can we get nachos? Right. Right. Uh, fries. There was a, uh, a fries request after about an inning. And then, you know, ice cream happened a, a couple innings after that during the rain. So yeah, we were like, you know, uh, a bunch of food in and only four innings. <laughs> so, yeah, but great time. Well, and on that note, you know, uh, Ben uh, mentioned Mike Reynolds, 
Uh, he is the general manager of the Barnstormers. And, you know, look, you may not like baseball. It may not be your thing. But I will tell you that the owners of the Barnstormers are all in on the community mm-hmm. as their thing. And having got to know them over the years, I know the money they've spent. I know the money that it hasn't generated. <laughs> I know they operated a loss for quite a, quite a while. I think that's turned. They're very much committed to having the ballpark be a community fixture. So whether baseball is your thing or not, that park is open year-round. They're always doing something. Christmas is likely your thing, so they have a great Christmas show. Uh, they always do things in the off-seasons. They open it up for you to have events there and host events. And, you know, it, it is a part of our community. So please, you know, find ways to get out there. Engage right there on the site. I think that's LancasterBarnstormers.com. Go there and see what else is going on other than baseball because they are investing in our community and in our county for a place for us to gather. So that's important. Yeah. And even even during the game, you know, they had a bunch of things going on for kids. There were lines for um, balloon animals. So I saw a ton of kids with like these really intricate It's almost as if baseball, like in almost every minor league park, it's almost as if baseball is secondary or even tertiary to, is that the right? right? Sure. Third level. <laughs> yeah. There's there's the entertainment. Baseball takes a backseat. There's baseball. Sometimes there's the entertainment, the entertainment of the entertainment. Yep. And then baseball. And you got the broken bat uh, craft beer deck. It's super cool. Some right. great food. Well, I'm trying to keep it family oriented. You just want to do the drinking. Well, you know. If you knew what was in this cup. Oh, come on. <laughs> coffee. Do you want to tell them my coffee story just now? Ben I can't pour coffee. I made coffee and I forgot to put the cup in there. So... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, this is, you know, we're talking about, we're talking about our new augmented reality <laughs> way to display our store. And this guy can't pour a, pour a cup of coffee I, in I, real life. I thought the app was going to put a cup yeah, in there for yeah. me and, and it so, didn't. Anyway, so you, you, think, you still have to make the coffee manually. Why don't you tell everybody what this show is? I th- yeah, I think <laughs> we forgot to do that. <laughs> well, I think we've reached the point of enough foolery for the Tom foolery quotient. <laughs> yes. So this show is about small business success the battle on main street, big versus small. And we really do try to highlight great things going on in the community, both charities and businesses. We've got a great business giving back to the community. That's why they're on Uh, the show. We do prizes. You throw a comment in, you'll be in the prize later for a $25 gift card local. Uh, Next week, my hope is we'll have some amazing swag upgraded swag to give away. That's why I asked just before we got on the show, you wouldn't know that because it was before the show, but we're going to give away more fun stuff uh, on the show. And you can catch this on all kinds of places, YouTube, Facebook. Really, if you're on an internet-connected mm-hmm. device, you search Lancaster Connects and we're going to come up because we're all, all places everywhere. Thanks to our amazing producer, Chris Stone, from castahead.net. He does great live streaming and podcasting. So if you have a need for that kind of thing, hit up Chris. And he's so, not a DJ. And he is not a, not DJ, a DJ, as DJ. one of our customers uh, thought was the case this morning. Yeah. Yep. So sorry. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe he has a side gig spinning. We don't know. Yeah, maybe. We don't know. Maybe. So uh, some announcements. We've got uh, some great guests coming up um, uh, next week. We've got Lynn Walker from a nonprofit uh, started here in Lancaster by Lynn uh, called A Week Away. Uh, really, a, a, an incredible story. I think um, it'd be another one where we'll potentially be moved to tears. Right. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're <laughs> teddy bear here. <laughs> so I put on a good front. Yeah, really fantastic. Just teddy bear. Nonprofit. And I uh, also wanted to shout out, give a shout out to Real Life Community Services um, and his name, Rod Red K. 
That's right. Yes. Yes. Good the job. name escaped me at first, but we had Rod on the podcast in January, December, something like that. And, uh, you know, Rod started uh, real life community services. He's up in the effort of Denver area. And uh, this came in the mail to us and it is uh, highlighting their uh, pulled smoked pulled pork dinner fundraiser um, at the Unruh car show, which is Friday, May 20th. Uh, there's a suggested $10 donation. Uh, it says it's a drive through on North Third Street in Denver. Uh, walk up on Main Street. Uh, uh, goes until 4.30 or until sold out. Um, there's also a rain date on June 3rd if it rains. But um, the, the, prof, the proceeds support real-life community services. So they're a fantastic organization doing great things in the northern, northeastern community. And... Uh, why you why you smiling like that? Am I having trouble reading? But, I just uh, I just love Ben's hand talking. <laughs> you know, I was waiting for the symbol for the mail. Like, look what the mail person brought. Yes. So anyhow, um, not to take away them. from Rod. Yeah, great. Yeah. May twentieth, pork barbecue at the car drive-through show at Unruh Unruh's car show in Denver on Third Street. Yep. Friday, May twentieth. Friday, May twentieth. Yep. There we go. So. And now we'll transition into today's guest. Yes. Great guest today. John is, John's like, thank God. Yeah, right? <laughs> Enough of this. So John is a friend. I've known John for a handful of years. John is also a fellow local business owner. Uh, kind of a similar story, I think, perhaps to uh, what, what we have here at Gardeners and who they are and the community they support and things they like to do. Um, obviously, they're not selling mattresses. They sell eyewear. And that's why our... Uh, our title is uh, Lancaster County in Focus. So, John Wrestler from Modernize, welcome. How you doing, man? Good. Hey, how are you? And good. Jeff. And Jeff. Yeah, John, <laughs> are, are you regretting accepting Ben's invite? <laughs> well, I'm realizing he, I, I expected him to be wearing the glasses that he bought from Modernize to help promote our business. You know what? I thought of that earlier, and then I had the coffee fiasco that you that you heard about. And and I just I just I blew it. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll step away and, and grab them. Well, man, and, I do and, feel uh, connected to you a little bit about the coffee story. Like two weeks okay. ago, I so, thought I'd make some coffee for my staff, and um, we buy um, like fresh bean roasted beans from uh, Fat Kale Coffee Roasters, another local business. <clears throat> anyway, so I forget to grind the beans. And I put the beans in and I set it. And anyway, I go back to pour some coffee for my staff and it's just like hot green water. <laughs> uh, so that, that didn't taste good, I no. guess. At least it didn't wasn't work. all over the no. floor like might have been the case for you. Yeah, no, it, it, it kind of, I, I caught it halfway and it was into the uh, Keurig uh, thing, so... Um, yeah, I was, you know, so it's the Keurig pod. So, it, nice. you know, it was, it was uh, a, a little bit to clean up, but it, but it wasn't a mess. So John, you've got <laughs> enough coffee. Modernize. You've got a unique story, uh, about how the business came to be and who you are. Why don't you tell us and our listeners a little bit about Modernize and how you came to be? Well, how we came to be, uh, was about 16 or 17 years ago when I had a full head of hair. Um, my, my best friend, Chad Weaver and I 
um, started a business at Park City Mall and some malls in Maryland where we were just making um, custom-made clip-on sunglasses to match people's prescription glasses. And um, we did that for a few years and it was a very seasonal business. And what we were looking to get out of the business, to be honest, and then we met a guy from California that had been in the optical industry for 25 years. He had a company called Spex Appeal. And we talked about possibly partnering and doing like a big kiosk at Park City Mall where we could sell prescription eyewear. You could bring your prescription from any doctor. And, you know, we carried hundreds and hundreds of cool frames and would help you find something. And um, so we did that. We, we partnered with this guy for a year and... Uh, the partnership did not work out, but Chad and I loved the business. So we created our own name then of Modernized Optical. And a third partner, Ralph Scott, bought in. So it was actually the three of us were best friends in high school. And now, like 10 years later, we're reunited as business partners. And so we were a kiosk in the mall for like seven years. And, uh, you know, just build our business as creatively as we could. And about seven, seven or eight years ago, we moved over to uh, our location right now in Chelsea Square at Manheim Pike. And we love it. So we have an eye doctor now. It's awesome. So we do eye exams, glasses, contacts, closed on Sundays. We're not open till 930 every night, like the mall. Yep. So it's <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah, huge, huge thing from a retail standpoint. Yep. That's yeah. kind of how we got so, started. It wasn't like I yeah. set out to be in the optical business. I was just an entrepreneur looking for an opportunity and met somebody with experience and an idea and kind of went from there. So you got into doing eye care and glasses and I guess contact lenses as well, right? You got into that because of the optic. I'm going to mess it up. We're back, we're back, we're back to, to these- Jeff messing up big <laughs> words on the show. O- optrician, is that right? No, optician is the correct term for somebody who sells you glasses, fits your glasses, fixes your glasses, knows about lenses and contacts and all those things. Optometrist is the typical eye doctor like we have here that does eye exams, checks your eye health and all that. Ophthalmologist is then a medical eye doctor that can do eye surgeries. Okay. So you have... So that's how you got into modernize because you had that person or persons to do it all. And so, so what did you like the most about all of the proper medical eyewear and implement fitting? (laughs) Since I can't say the words, right? Honestly, we got into the business. We thought we were going to like compete with Walmart and Costco and all that and just sell eyewear really cheap. and. You know, we had hundreds of frames and we really saw customers gravitating towards the more funky, stylish, colorful frames. And so we realized we had a niche pretty quick with that. So we we really quickly switched our inventory so that we were 90% cool, funky, different stuff and 10% of your typical boring Lancaster County stuff. And that's what Ben got, right? Now, <laughs> I don't know that I got funky, but but I think I got something nice. I like them. Um, and John, the reason I'm not the wearing them, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the reason I'm not wearing them is I only use them to read. Like they don't they don't necessarily help me to do this. I don't wear them any other time. But uh, they make a huge difference 
uh, reading and using the computer. Um, and, and whatever, whatever you did and, and you're read this uh, right now <laughs> and you're, and they block a lot of the blue light off their screen. They do. It, it's, it's actually a huge difference. If I'm, if I'm like, you know, just working on the computer and I forget to put them on and then I put them on, I'm like, Oh my gosh, it makes a huge difference. Like I can feel the strain when I don't have them on and I don't, I don't feel strain at all when I have them on. So there's the plug. Thank there's you. The pitch. Yes. You saved yourself. Maybe I'll well. go get them. <laughs> Well, you know, we've got we've got a book of sleep tips, but the exposure to blue light can affect your sleep. So talk about that. Mm -hmm. Like, what's a good routine? Because I actually realized talking them through is through. I've gotten away. I have blue light blocking glasses mm -hmm. at home. Mm -hmm. And when I ordered them and got them that way, the, the thought was, I can't believe I'm just realizing I just see this is a problem with habits. You got to get in. Right. You need Ben to smack you around. Um but you have to stick with it and then you just forget. But I got into these glasses. I started putting them on at like 6 30, 7 o'clock at night and wore them till bedtime. Whereas normally I would just wear my contacts till bedtime because they're one of days you throw them away. And boy, I'm forgetting how beneficial that was. I need to get back to that. So why is that? For those that don't know what we're talking there's, about, there's a few things with blue, blue light, light. And there's still differing opinions out there, but for the main part, um, the research is pretty evident. So one thing is we're seeing like earlier onset of age-related eye issues. And we're thinking that a lot of that can be from the blue light because people are staring at screens a lot more than they ever have. Um, some people have a lot more eye strain than others. So some people that are working on computers all day are having a hard time getting through the day because of all the eye strain. And then third, it directly... Um, is related to your sleep patterns. It can affect your sleep patterns because if you think about it, like the way God designed us for thousands of years, our only blue light was the sun. The sun goes down in the evening and your brain starts producing melatonin and other chemicals to get you in your deep sleep. And then when you go to bed, your body's ready to sleep. So now with all the blue light, you, you have extra blue light during the day a lot of times, but especially in the evening hours, um, it's tricking your brain so it still thinks it's middle of the day. It's not getting you ready for your sleep. So your first couple hours of sleeping, you're not in your, you're not spending as many hours in your deep rejuvenating sleep as you should be. So you can sleep eight hours and wake up and still feel groggy. So we've actually had, it's not like this affects everybody in an amazing way, but over the year, over the last few years, since we've had some really quality blue light products, not just like the coating that just makes your lenses look all blue, but actually the material built into the lens. Um, but we've had customers come in and actually tell us like they're able to get through the whole day and they don't have all that eye strain. And um, we had a graphic designer that was now able to work full days again when she was in a car accident and her she was more sensitive to blue light. And that helped her be able to work full-time again, which was just really cool. And then we've had some customers say they sleep much better. It's not like it affects everybody to that level, but we've had a, a nice handful of people that have really noticed a difference. Yeah. I need to get back on that because I, I, I can attest. I definitely, definitely felt it. I, I tried it like for the first week and a half and I just kind of fell away from it and I need to get back to it. But so being that you've had positive experience, I know I have. So can you just get... Um, glasses without a corrective lens with a blue light treatment. Yeah. So, 
and that, yeah, I mean, that would be beneficial too, right? Yeah. I mean, we have some, um, it's like going in and buying readers, but they don't have any prescription. They just block blue light. You know, you can also right. get something like that on online, like Amazon or something. They're not as good, but they're still much better than nothing. Um, and if you right. want something really good, like the quality of the lenses that Ben got, we can also make those in non-prescription. Hmm. So for somebody that actually has issues, I would I would get something better quality. Right, right. You talked a little bit so far about what sets modernize apart from you know you mentioned Walmart and some other places. Um, what what else but besides you know your selection of frames and and the cool funky stuff whatever? Uh, what else sets modernize apart from your typical? Um, iStore, you know, like the stores in the mall across the street. And even I know there's a lot of online uh, eye services, uh, glasses places. So what, what sets Modernize apart? I would say first and foremost, it's just um, the level of service that, I mean, I would like to think that our staff is more knowledgeable than any other eye place you're going to go to when it comes to lenses, coatings, frames. Like we love to learn about our customers. And then so learn about their problems and then give them solutions to solve their problems. Where most places, it's kind of a cookie cutter in and out. Um, we really try to get to know our patients. If you look on Google, we've got like 150 reviews and every one of them are five stars. And we worked really hard to get that one by one, you know. Congratulations. Um, thank you. But it's, it's just personal service, caring about the customer, finding out their problems and helping them solve them. And then you, create, you get a loyal customer out of it. You can't do that online. You know what I mean? You know, you can't... Yep. From helping somebody find a frame that they wake up and look in the mirror and feel really good about themselves in is really important. And they can get their best vision and solve any problems that they have. They just feel like they're in good hands and then hopefully they'll not want to go anywhere else. Yep. So what, is, what does that process look like? So how, how do you take a customer that, you know, never seen before, how do you take them from learning about their challenges, their eye, their eye challenges. You're going to your you're gonna have all kinds of problems. I, I was going to do this. You're yeah. about to knock it over. I, I, I knew where it was. I'm <laughs> spatially aware. <laughs> what does that process look like? So to, to assess their needs and then, like you said, solve their problems. What, what does that look like? Well, it depends. If um, We have a bunch of customers that will just bring a prescription from a different doctor in because they've heard about our eyeglass selection. So if they already have the prescription, that's one thing. If they need it, if they need a new eye exam, then they can just call or go on our website and schedule it online. Um, so you get the eye exam and Dr. Tiffany Fong is an awesome doctor, very personable. Um, she asks questions, you know, to try to see how she can not only just check in the health of your eye and writing a prescription, but to see if there's anything she can go over with the patient and any issues they might be having. Um, then one of our opticians, We'll help them if they either need contact lenses or if they need glasses. Um, our favorite part of our job is finding frames for people that they love. And like this this whole year, we're doing a buy one, get one half off sale on eyeglasses. So a lot of times people want a, like a funky second pair or a pair just for the computer or just for the office or a pair of prescription sunglasses. So we're doing a special with that. But um, we love helping people pick out frames. And we would much rather have somebody go for it and pick something out of their comfort zone, knowing that within 30 days they can come back and pick a different frame and we'll, we'll exchange them no charge. 
we'd much rather them try something different than just feel like they have to do something safe every time because they spent good money on them. Yeah, that's a pretty incredible offer. To, yeah. If you don't love it, you can exchange it. Sounds familiar. It does. We do something very similar here. Um, so we got a question from one of our watchers of the show, Amy. Amy, thanks for watching again. Appreciate your support. So do you operate by appointments or do you do also do walk-ins? So for eye exams, it's best to make an appointment because some days we're fully booked. Some days you could walk in and get lucky and we could see you within an hour. Um, but for eye exams, I would always recommend an appointment. If you want to look at eyeglasses, you could stop in any time that we're open and somebody would love to help you. Yep. Okay. And can you book that appointment online? Yep. Just go to our website, meoptical.com. Yeah. I, Good. I'll, I'll share, John. You know, my experience with, Tiff, with Tiffany was great. I think... You know, I've, I've always had really good vision. It's just, you know, in the last handful of years, I've, I've reached a certain age and, you know, the, the uh, expanded use of the phone and the computer, right, um, has, has done its toll. So I think it's only the second eye exam I've ever had, but like she was great to work through. She did ask questions and, um, you know, it was a very easy process. Uh, the only challenge I had was the dilation. I've never had that before. Ah. <laughs> I wasn't ready for, I think, uh, I think my wife texted me like after it happened and I'm like, I, it was my first experience of like not really being able to read anything. Like I couldn't, yep. <laughs> was just not prepared for, for what that felt like. Um, so, you know, the, the people that need their glasses to see and, and do things, I, 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 I feel you. I, I will <laughs> put a you. quick plug in. And, we just spent a lot of money on an Optos machine so that you don't need dilated every time you come in. Ah, okay. She likes to dilate cool. first time customers, but if, Okay. A year or two later, and there's no you know health reason to dilate. You can do the optos. It's like twenty nine dollars. It takes a wide angle image that we keep on file, and she doesn't have to dilate that. Okay. You can go right back I've, to work I've, and not be affected the rest of the day. Yep, I've I've done that and can attest. That's a great great customer experience. So, congratulations for you for enhancing it, and uh, really cool that you're doing that. Yeah, it's a lot nicer than being dilated. Yeah, that was such an odd sensation. And then of course, I, I'm not very adept at, at picking glasses and I don't really care what's on my face and I didn't have any preferences. And I, I just said to John, like, dude, pick me out some frames that don't make me look like the, the Gloria Vanderbilt collection from, from Kramer and, and Seinfeld. Remember that mm -hmm. when, when uh, George got the, the ladies frames. So, you know, and, and he did that. You so know, is John this your, did you put Ben through the virtual frame gallery? No. He's not savvy enough to do that. <laughs> okay, well, he's like, no, no, no. That's, that's, that's not for that. But what, what, right. what well, is... For people who are savvy, why don't you tell us about the virtual frame gallery? So the virtual frame gallery is to allow people who just really want to look at some glasses at home, um, but maybe not do the blind, buy a pair of prescription glasses online and take a decent chance that they're not going to work great or you're going to have issues that are hard to fix when you're buying glasses online. But if you go to our virtual frame gallery on our website, um, you can even upload your picture on a lot of them and you can see what you look like with them on. Um, you can make a wish list. And so you can pick like up to 10 frames, I think, and it'll actually send us an email. We can call you and let you know if we have them in stock or if, you, if we want to order them for you, we will. So we're very willing to, I mean, I order frames almost every single day for customers. So we're very willing where most places aren't. So if you come into the store and you find a frame, you're like, yeah, there we go. You get a live frame. Yes. It's, it's yes. great. 
Beautiful. Producer He's Chris, everybody, coming to the rescue. <laughs> That's awesome. I think they look great. <laughs> but if you come into the store and you find a freight that you like, but you don't like the color that I have in stock, we can always order you one. Or if you explain what you might be looking for, I can work through the get like frames with you and try to find something and order it for you to see if you like it. So we try to customize it in that way, but we have like 2,000 frames in our store. We have more than pretty much any place in the area that I know of. And everybody here is really good at helping people find something too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful gallery of frames. And, and again, I'm, I'm not a seasoned eyeglass uh, uh, chooser, picker, finder, whatever. And so I just, you know, let John just, you know, show me what, you're obviously, like you're obviously not a seasoned wearer either. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. But uh, you know, awesome, <laughs> awesome uh, service there to to find the right ones. So, John, you have a cool program that that you developed, uh, you and you and your partners there, uh, called No Child's Vision Left Behind. Um, really neat uh, program for kids. Tell us about what that is. It was just a pie in the sky idea we had ten years ago, and. Um, we just realized dealing with some different customers, the, you know, we realized that and talking to a bunch of teachers that were customers, that there's a bunch of kids struggling in school because they need new glasses or they lost or broke their glasses and their parents can't afford them. And there are some government programs out there to help. Um, but a lot of them, like you don't get to pick a lot of the stylish frames that the other kids are wearing. Um, so we just decided to try to create our own program. And it's called No Child's Vision Left Behind. Um, started 10 years ago. We have um, 11 school districts in Lancaster County that work with us. We also work with a couple of them in York County. And what we do is we give all of the employees of the school district a nice discount to get their eyes checked at Modernize and get glasses and contacts from us. And then they earn vouchers for free eyeglasses and free eye exams that I give back to the social workers at the school districts that they can find families in need to bring the students in. So it works amazing. We've, we've, we've done over a million dollars in business because of the idea of getting new customers from all the school districts and their families. And we've helped over 800 kids get free exams and free glasses from modernize. And so it's just, it's just such a win-win. We get new customers, they get a nice deal out of it, and then we're able to use a portion of the profit we make from that to then turn back and help kids in need. And the kids have a great experience. It's not a government program where they have to pull a drawer out and say, hey, you have to pick from these 10 frames. Like they get to pick from over half the inventory in our store. So they, they get, the kids get to leave with an awesome looking pair of glasses that looks like they spent a lot of money on them and good quality lenses in their prescription. And the people that work at Modernize love, we all love helping the kids. So it's just a, they leave feeling spoiled. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's really great. I think, you know, the stigma of wearing glasses, you know, it, you know, the, the, you know, kids can be harsh on one another, right? You get the, you get the comments, four eyes, you know, I, I had that when I started wearing glasses as a kid. And I think, I don't want to say that's gone away completely, but, at least when the, the child has a more fashionable option where it's more on, on, you know, up to modern times, more congruent with what's it, with what their peers are wearing. That's really cool that you're doing that. Uh, and that you saw that need to step in. Um, thank you. That's very cool. 
I love hearing stuff. It's like our that. pleasure. And what what I really like about it is that as a business owner who you know, and we want to give back and make a difference, we don't have to like try to remember at the end of the month, like, all right, who are we going to try to support this month? How much can we give back? Like, we still do other means of you know donating money and things like that, but. This program is great because not one week ever goes by where we don't have at least a couple kids coming in for eye exams and glasses with their vouchers. And, you know, it's just such a great experience most of the time to help these kids. It's just yeah. kind of built well, into I mean, what we do. I think the, the cool thing about it, I mean, you're, you're helping to solve their immediate need, which is to, to see better. But, you know, if you're helping them out and they're in second grade, the impact that that set of eyeglasses has on that year and the next year and the next year and their, the rest of their school and, and life in general is kind of in, immeasurable. Yeah. It's, it's really impactful. So you're, you're, you're obviously making a difference in these kids' lives for the rest of their lives. I have a pretty high prescription, so I can't imagine going through a day at school without my glasses on. And we've had kids come in with a prescription as bad as mine and found out like they hadn't had glasses for months in school. Like it just breaks my heart. I can't even imagine going through any grade level where I can't even recognize the teacher across the room, let alone kind of read something on the board, you know? And how many of those kids could have been, I don't know, labeled as a behavior problem oh, yeah. or otherwise in school and really all they needed was glasses? We've actually had specific um, teachers reach out to us or send us cards with stories about kids like that, that they thought it was a behavioral issue. And then they finally realized it was because they couldn't see, so they weren't paying attention. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. You know, I, I, I can't speak to, to what that feels like because again, I, I had pretty good eyesight as, as a kid and um, just need my glasses now to read, but I, I can't imagine, you know, the challenge that a kid has not being able to, to see, you know, not only what's, going on on the, you know, chalk, do they have yeah. chalkboards any, anymore? I don't know if they have chalkboards, but like, you know, re- writing, reading, when all they say that read stuff. the board. They don't have boards anymore. <laughs> yeah, right, no, right. Our, our school's up, upgrading from Promethean boards to like something new, I guess, I don't know. which is, sounds very cool. <laughs> but, but basically there is a board at the front of the room. Uh, it's just a modern board. No, I, I, I love what you said about how this program means we don't have to think about it. And, you know, that was said, not that we don't think about it. It was said from the point of this is our ethos. This is our culture. What we do every day in our business, we look to help our community that supports our business. I mean, that's why we created this show, Lancaster Connects. It's why we uh, decided to have weekly shows. It's why we created Roundup to give back. Um, and it's why we do Gardeners Gives Back Food Drive. It's kind of what we do around here. And I would challenge every business owner listening, if you're somebody that works for somebody, that you could see a program. Like, it's a very good thing to do. For, 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 the, for no child's vision left behind, aside from the, the great cards from the teachers, the smiles on the kids' faces, has there been anything else that's come along the way that you're like, wow, what a great benefit that was, and we didn't even think of it? I would say like, we'll we'll have a new customer walk in and first time customer. And I say, how'd you hear about us? And they'll say, oh, my next door neighbor is a teacher at Penn Manor School District and told me about a student you guys helped in your class and told me about the program. So when I needed glasses again, I figured I would 
come to you guys. I'd rather give my money to a local organization that's making a difference with it than, you know, go to LensCrafters or somewhere else that's owned by a huge conglomerate company that's not sponsoring your son's baseball team. That's right. You know, we're helping kids in your class. Right. Yep. Yep. So you, you have, um, besides this program, you help uh, with fundraisers. You help other, um, I think, organizations uh, with uh, some unique fundraisers. What, uh, what do they look like? How does that work? So we've done everything from um, a customer can actually host a home party or, or use our store during non-business hours. And, you know, invite friends and family and have food and whatever, and we'll sell glasses and donate like a nice percentage of all the sales to whatever organization they want to support. Uh, we've raised like over $100,000 doing that. Um, we used to go to LGH, the hospital. We would set up and sell glasses in the cafeteria for like five days and get back 20% of everything we sold for cancer survivors. I think we raised like $20,000 in a few years doing that. Um. And then we also have been doing something for like 10 years now at the holiday season. Um, because we know all these nurses and social workers at all these school districts, we have all these natural contacts where we can find families in need at Christmas time. So um, for the last few years, we did a an auction website where we got like 100 local businesses to donate, whether it's a gift certificate to their store or restaurant or a certain product that they wanted to donate. Um, like you were talking about the barnstormers, they would donate like five tickets, a hat and like some money towards food or something like that. And, and be only to like throw out the first pitch and we would auction that off. So we would auction off all these things for two weeks and the highest bidder would win the item. And then we would use hundred percent of that money to help local families for Christmas. And so each year we were raising like maybe 10 to $15,000 and oh, look at that! This guy's on it. Yeah, um, Chris is Chris is yeah, on it. Top notch. So he's uh, he's on point. Like some families, we would help with Christmas presents, but a lot of families, we were paying like rent and heating bill. You know, so their heating mm. shut off, and it was just it's a really cool experience. It was it was both sad and joyful at the same time. Like seeing all these people's struggles, but then being able to help and do something, you know, feels good. How, how did how did that come about? Like, what what started that? Because you know, this is not something you have to do, right? This this is not has nothing to do with eyewear or, or the business specifically. But you felt led to help other people out. Um, was there was there a trigger to to start this well, fundraiser? A long time ago, <clears throat> like. I'm just trying to remember as far as wanting to help was always kind of important to the three of us, to Ralph and Chad and myself. So anytime I had some, you know, we've had a lot of ideas over the years that have not worked so well. You know that when you're in business. So some of them work great and some of them fall flat, you know, and we, we've tried a whole bunch of things. But our, our goal was we were really building our business. And in the beginning, you're, you're just trying to sell enough glasses to pay your bills every month and pay your paychecks of your voice. And so we were always trying to come up with an idea that one, is it good for the business growing? And two, does it make a difference somehow in somebody's life? Like if we could come up with an idea that does both of those, we would get really excited about it. 
And so like with the, uh, the holiday stuff, like, you know, that's a great time of year to help people. And it's a time of year where a lot of people are more giving. So, um, we thought, you know what, let's, let's go for it. Let's, you know, do something different. And, um, it ends up helping us too, because somebody will see the, uh, the ad the guy put up for our online auction and they'll forward it to a friend of theirs that might like one of the items on the auction. So the idea was then whoever wins the auction item has to come to our store at Modernize to pick it up and pay for it. So that way we expose our business to people who have never been to Modernize. So we're, we try to come up with ways that can be a win-win that can in the future help the business and also right now help somebody in need. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I mean, again, anybody listening, John shared a couple stories of where this giving back thing, it, it feels good to give back. It's important if you're doing business in your community to give back to those who support you. But you've seen a couple of examples where it does come around. It may not be instantaneous, but it does come around. And again, it's it's just, I think doing stuff like this is just so important to find maybe discreet or not so discreet ways to plug into your community and give back. So John, it's just awesome that you're doing it. Love it. Love all that you're doing with it. It's great. Thank you. Yeah. And a, a much easier thing as a business owner is to just, okay, here's my newspaper rep or radio rep. Here's, here's a few thousand dollars and put our, put our ad out there. Um, you're, you're creating ways to not only create some customers, but then make an impact. And that, that's super, super cool. And it's, it's, it's a much, much harder thing to do as, as a business owner. I mean, I, I you know, you, you, you time. Over the years. Yep. 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 Yeah. I mean, the, the time you have to spend to put the, the site together to gather all the fundraising items, all, I mean, it's, it's a lot harder and more time consuming of a thing than to say yes to a newspaper ad rep. Uh, but it's, it's a much more impactful thing. So yeah, kudos to you. That's awesome. Yep. Very good. Well, is it time? It's time for the connection cocktail. It's time. You get a cocktail? So John, well, <laughs> I've, I've got my coffee. Uh, I've got my coffee. So I, th I think I'm going to, uh, Put my glasses on what for the connection about? cocktail. Yeah, that's oh, what I was like, messaging about. Kind of been pretty Gosh. important. Look, that's what you got younger in those glasses. Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it distracts from the uh, or detracts from the gray hair. So, yeah, yep, yep, yep. All right, are you leading it off? Uh, I'll lead it off. So, John, we're going to get to know you a little bit better. Uh -oh. um, yeah, uh -oh. what is your favorite thing to do in Lancaster County? One thing. Play golf. Ah, we have not played golf together. Why is this? I don't know. <laughs> well, we're going to play golf. We're, uh, so follow I'm up. I'm a one handicap. <laughs> we're no longer I'm playing, not playing golf. golf. <laughs> we're no longer playing golf. I'm the guy you want to invite if you're playing in a charity scramble. What's that? Say, I'm the guy you want to invite if you're playing in a charity scramble. All right. Well, there and we my go. business partner Ralph is pretty gonna, good at golf too. You're the you're the ringer. So uh, follow up to that. Where's your what what is your favorite course in Lancaster? I mean, I, mean, I like Lancaster Country Club's amazing. I've only ever played there two or three times. Um, but other than that, like my favorite public course is uh, Iron Valley, but that's just into Lebanon, I think. Okay. 
I've not played there, but I've heard great, great challenging, things beautiful views. Just so you guys know, I moved my golf clubs around the storage shed <laughs> this, this weekend. This weekend. <laughs> And I am the guy you want on your foursome for a scramble if you want the good drinking stories for your foursome. <laughs> but you need that too. Just say, I'm that guy. You have the ringers. you got the guys that can come through at times. And then... I mean, well, I, yeah, I kind of so, do both of those two. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So second question, uh, but probably our fifth one at this point. Uh, anyway, we break the rules around here. Uh, what's your favorite restaurant to go to? To tie between and it can't be at a golf El course. Serrano and Mad Chef. Oh, yeah, El Serrano is is, you know, there's a lot of Lancaster County restaurants that have come and gone in the last 20 years, but El Serrano, I don't know how long they've been around, but it's, it's at least like 25, 30 years. Every time I go there, it's a fantastic experience. The plates sizzle. Oh yeah, it's El Serrano is fantastic. Making me hungry. Peruvian. I haven't had lunch yet to get my i get my uh my pork chops i forget what they're called they're they're awesome i like to get to fajitas where they come out and like everything's still sizzling mm -hmm. and you put them together it's good stuff yep. put it together yourself make you do work nice the table all right so last question turkey hill sheets rudders or wawa what kind of guy are you Tough probably one. sheets yeah. i want to say no is that know, out of i'm from lancaster but they just they haven't quite kept up. Uh, Turkey Hill, you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you feel rudders and Wawa are like imports that that aren't worthy. Is that that what's going on? I don't know. I just put words in your mouth. Headline: John Wrestler disses rudders and Wawa. I mostly just get gas there, but occasionally, if I have to grab food, yeah. I would choose sheets. There you go. There yeah. you go. All right. Well, all right. Thanks for playing along. Yeah, got it. We've got another we've got another El Serrano fan in Amy. Amy, thanks for tuning in. And we can't ignore John Aresman. Man, he's making fun of me. Man around Lancaster. Okay, Chris, well, can we can we block him? Can we block John? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She is. Or she will be later. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I think I think Aresman is, is blocked permanently. Yeah. Chris can make so that is this happen. is yeah. this? Something I can access later so I can show my freshman and high school daughter that I'm now famous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, all those links in your email, they're right They're right there. You can go on Lancaster Connects Facebook page, Gardner's uh, page. LinkedIn, uh, multiple pages. Yeah, yeah. It's you on can, YouTube. Yep. Awesome. Yep. So you have all the links. Just Actually, wait a minute. If you really want to impress your school-age ch child, do you have like an internet-connected TV? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so go to the YouTube Go to the YouTube app and search Lancaster Connects on the YouTube app. <laughs> Ben's dad is watching. I've 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 uh, almost harassed him to the point like he, he always says he watches, and I'm like, you got to comment, you got to say something. So there he is. There Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. McClure. Bring a tear to my eye. But no, go so go go to your TV, pull up the YouTube app, and pull on Lancaster Connects and say, hey, look, look look at what Pops did today. That's awesome. And I'll do that. There you go. That's that's how you I'll make do them it. watch it tonight. And, yeah. and then they'll be like, okay, what's for dinner? So <laughs> that's that. John, it's been a joy. We got a few more things to wrap up. If you need to bounce and go help customers correct their vision and help their vision look better, feel better, and help kids, you can go do that. But uh, thanks for being on the Sounds show. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate, appreciate the invite. Yep. Yeah. Send me the tea time. <laughs> All right. Yep. See ya. So that was that was John Ressler from Modernize Optical. 
That's meoptical.com, doing a lot of great stuff. Very cool program for the kids. Check them out at their website, meoptical.com. Look, that's the exact kind of business guest we're looking for. If you're doing great work in the community and for the community, go to lancasterconnects.com forward slash guest and we'll get you on the show. We're always looking for great guests. Uh, Fill out the form and we will get it linked up and get you booked on the show. I I love that story. They built what they've built from the ground up, started with, you know, small kiosks with a really kind of different concept to what they're doing now. Yep. And now they're they're supporting the community that of course supports them. So really, really neat neat story yep. there. Yep. And uh, just remember we do prizes on the show with a decent amount of comments. Commenting gets you in for the prize later, twenty five dollar gift card. So get those comments in as we wrap up. To a restaurant. To a restaurant. Yep. To, not to Lancaster like I was like I said last That's week. Right. I forgot about that. <laughs> you just get a gift card to Lancaster. I've got my gift card. Let me do my thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've got the gift card to Lancaster. I get to jump in front of the line. <laughs> right, 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 That's right. That's the gift card I want. Yeah, right, right. The, it's like the the lightning lane. Yeah, yeah everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, all right. So, Sleep Better Book, we will happily mail this to you. Um, that was my total botch on, like, bringing that in easy. I just, like, blunt force trauma the Sleep Better Book at you. But, uh, hey, it's appropriate because May is actually Better Sleep Month, all month long. Uh, I'm going to tease it. We, we, might have, we might have had a uh, certain news reporter here in the showroom this morning to do a story, and that's all I'm going to share. So watch your, watch your TV here this upcoming mm-hmm. month for that. We'll share more. You're but, kind of a big deal now. Well, yeah, or you're yeah. about to be. I didn't need, yeah, I've, I've always known. But anyway. You'll be an even bigger deal. Bigger Pretty soon I'll have a handler and an assistant and stuff like that. But <laughs> in the meantime, your green room. in the meantime, I will mail you and hand address your copy of Sleep Better. Just go to gardenersmattressandmore.com forward slash sleep dash better. And we'll get that to you. And my sleep tip this month is actually a challenge. So we put together, this was back two years ago, uh, the 30 day sleep better challenge. And what we will do is, uh, it, send you daily uh, sleep tips for 30 days and we're going to, and we track um, we track five actions that will undoubtedly impact your sleep. And really the goal here is, is to create proper sleep habits and a better sleep routine. So you go through the 30 days, uh, we'll text you these tips. And at the end of the day, you'll log your points and it's about creating a better routine and developing better habits. Remember I said, I dropped off, the habit train of wearing the blue light blocking glasses. Easy to forget something like that. Right. But if you get into it, you repeat it over the course of a month, you're going to, uh, you're going to get it. So number one, no caffeine uh, after two, this is what we're going to track. And you enter your points on no caffeine after two each day, no cell phones, tablets, laptops, an hour before bed, Uh, sleep in 90 minute intervals. So that means four and a half to nine hours in 90 minute increments in between you pick it whatever works for you, go to bed at the same time each night and wake up at the same time each morning. So really easy stuff to do. doesn't cost you anything, but track that and you put that into the form we text you and you just add up your points at the end of the month. And uh, you, you really, it's about creating better habits. So that's the sleep tip, 30 day sleep better challenge. Uh, we'll put that in the comments uh, there. See producer Chris is on top of it. So it's right there in the comments in the video. And uh, certainly check that out. All right. And good luck in your Sleep Better Challenge. Yes. Yes. Good one. I like it. 
Uh, often, people think of a mattress purchase as just a mattress purchase, but obviously it's important to think of the other things that are related. I'm talking about your mattress protector, your pillows, your sheets. Oh, I right? thought you were going a different way of like other things that happen in bed. I'm like, no. Ben's going out on the ledge here on this one. No. No, he's talking. bringing it back in because dad and mom are watching. That's right. So... <laughs> And those Sorry, things, Mr. And Mrs. McClure. those things are uh, not going to last as long as your mattress, right? Your sheets, your mattress protector, and your pillows—they should be changed uh, often, and uh, obviously cleaned, laundered, all of that. But uh, I wanted to highlight a review, uh, a reviewer, uh, Jill. Uh, she bought a mattress, pillows, and sheets in August of 2020. Uh, she called back today. This was the day in January recently that she. Uh, Called back today to get two more pillows and additional sheets. Uh, Jeff, shout out to Jeff, uh, found her previous order, gave her a discount, and is shipping the new pillows and sheets to their door. So, Jeff, you did a great job of finding the right sheets and pillows uh, to match their sleep needs. And she realized she needed more because, again, things don't last forever. And your sheets and pillows are as important, if not sometimes more important, to your sleep as the mattress. So, um, and Told you I was kind of a big deal. Those things are also small enough that uh, sometimes we can have them shipped from our store or directly from the manufacturer right to your house. So save time uh, and and you saved her some money uh, That's right. with additional accessory purchases that help. We treat customers like family. That's right. That's right. Because you so, know somebody, you know us. Yep. Yep. So if you purchase a mattress from us, don't think that it's once and done. You got to gotta do the sheets, mattress protector, pillows. We don't one night sure stand our customers. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's step number seven in the wake seven step wake up happy promise. It's on the door now. No one no one night stands. We always call you after you buy something from us to make sure you're happy. Yep. The guy walking right behind does it. Back there. He calls you. Make sure you're happy. There's our crew again. I think they I think they time it so they walk through at like Man, two every, minutes to go in the show ending. <laughs> they every, walk through. Everything happens. Uh, if we just want more activity, just do a podcast show yep. because apparently that's what Ding that's dong. The, yep. It happens. Yep. So that's that. Uh, before we wrap it up, uh, so something special that my family's doing. So uh, I think I've shared this before. If I haven't, my wife, Stephanie, we are married 20 years this year. So that's pretty cool. Uh, that'll be in August. But um, so longer than we've been married, my wife has had MS and uh, multiple sclerosis. So it's a rough disease because you could look at my wife and you would never know it. Um, she never complains, uh, which is amazing, uh, to me because I, I see, and I can tell some days she really struggles. So MS is one of these diseases that really kind of like takes you apart from the inside out. Uh, it attacks your nervous system. So brain function, motor function, speech, eyes, uh, as a matter of fact, for her, that's probably one of the biggest ones. Um, but again, she, you know, she wears glasses just like anybody else does. Uh, just a little heavier prescription. But uh, so she's had MS for this long time now. I think it was 21 or 22 years now. Um, but uh, we're doing the walk for MS on Saturday. There's our family, her parents, uh, our boys. Um, so she's done great to create her own team. And uh, we're going to put the link in the comments. If you if you were so inclined to donate, it would mean a lot to me. It would mean a lot to our family, to my wife. Um, but, uh, you can see she's kind of beat her goal. She's always done that. Uh, so this is me supporting her in this endeavor because my wife is pretty amazing. 
and uh, I want you all to know it because I know it. And uh, the other nice thing about the MS Society is it ebbs and flows, but I, every time I've tracked it, it's never been less than 85 cents of every dollar they collect goes back to patients, patient research, care, um, you name it. Um, it. It goes back to those with MS, not to commercials, not to salaries, not to lawsuits suing other charities. Um, That's important. There's some big ones that do that, and you'd be pretty surprised. Yeah. Do your own research. I'm not about to put us into a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just do your own research. There's all kinds of websites out there that help you with it. Just Google how much does my charity give back and you'll find them. Uh, but the MS Society has always been in that 85 cents on the dollar. goes back to patients. So it's a great charity. Uh, and I will tell you, in the 20 years uh, of rudimentary uh, medicine and drug therapies that I've administered to my wife, we now go twice a year. And the treatment that she's on is about as close to a cure as, the, as it stands. And that's because of the research done by the MS community in part mm -hmm. to the MS Society. So um, so that's that. We'll be walking this Saturday uh, for the walk for MS. Yeah. Good luck. That's all. Well, thank you. Yeah. So that's that. We've got to do the prize later. We, yeah. We can spin it. So, yeah, we kind of threw Fired up. for a loop. But uh, we'll, there it goes. This will be interesting. We got some good comments. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. Um, Pops. It's possible we may shot. come up because we had a couple links that we plop, plopped down in. It, but Amy wins. Amy's Amy a faithful, is a faithful watcher. Yeah. Faithful viewer. So, Thank Amy, you, Amy, when you come in, you can pick your gift card. I would say shade your visit for a week from now uh, because we might have that swag and you would be the first in Lancaster County to get it, which would be kind of cool. And that's what we'll say. Yeah. But we'll show it off next week. <laughs> so that's been this show. It yeah. was a great show. It was a great show. Great business. John, modernized. Modernized. Check, thanks for checking it out. MS Society. Got to talk about that. Got to talk about Rod Redke from yep. Real Life Services. We know Ben has problems with coffee. Um, yes. <laughs> I have problems making coffee. And uh, and yeah. And that's that. That's that. That was the show. Next week. Week away. Lynn Walker. Next week is a week away. Next. next week. Oh. Good way to end now. We'll see you next week. Take care, Lancaster.